What is up, everyone? Nathan Sample here, and welcome to episode three of the Game Juice Podcast. This episode has been really, really delayed. I've been planning on doing it for a long time, and to be honest, I was scared. I made two episodes that I was actually happy with, and then I was scared of messing it up with the third one. But here with me is my buddy, Nathan Sifu. Why don't you introduce yourself to the audience a bit, my dude? Hello there. Welcome. I'm glad to be on the podcast. And um, so I've been doing uh, I've been doing Let's Play videos for about oh, um, oh, a few years now. I, oh, geez. It's, I was about <laughs> to say three years, but it's actually been closer to about five. Yeah, it's uh, been like five or six for you, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, you're probably right. It is probably closer to six. And... Um, I've just been grinding away and continuing to do that and then, you know, improve the formula in, in terms of like how I capture it and just, yeah, I find that it hasn't, it hasn't gotten, uh, I haven't faced burnout with it. Like I've actually been enjoying it more and more, especially lately, actually. Yeah. yeah. Cause like everyone hasn't had much to do because of the whole COVID thing to begin with anyways. Sure. So it's very, very helpful to have other crap to do. I've actually been streaming way, way, way more since the whole COVID nineteen thing has happened, and yeah, it's oh, that's good. It's been really relaxing. I actually helped one of my buddies reach affiliate during this time, which was really dope. Nathan nice. Sifu's. Why am I reading your name like you're not right in front of me? To anyone listening in audio, I'm reading the the Twitch chat in front of me. Twitch.tv/slash Nathan Sample Games and Sifu, who is who I'm interviewing, just said. Uh, things look great in stream, and I just read it like Nathan Sifu said, as if you're not right there. Right, yeah. <laughs> okay, so what I wanted to ask you was, first of all, go ahead and start off with where you're from generally. Don't give too much info. Of course, of course. Um, so I would say, uh, to, uh, Bro broadly speaking, I'm on the eastern side of Canada, right. and um, that's about as close as I want to get. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're generally to the east in Canada, in, in yeah. other words. Yeah, yeah. I just I don't I don't want to say specifically how far east because I mean, I mean, even if I said specifically what province I'm from, that's still yeah. pretty big. But I like to give as little information as possible in that regard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's perfectly reasonable to begin with. Second yeah. question, I've got my show notes over here to my right, so if I'm kind of looking back and forth, that's why. What were sure. some of your favorite games growing up? So, um, when you say growing up, actually, what, what ages would you would you say exactly? Uh, we can split it into different eras, actually. We can have, like, okay. when you were really young and then when you were kind of adolescent-aged. Okay, actually, actually, yeah, that's a good way to do it. So when I was younger, I would definitely say that my, my favorite types of games were platformers. Like, the first the first game I ever played was, um, uh, I can't remember if I was five or six years old, It was, uh, but it was the original Super Mario Bros. on the NES. It was the first game I ever remember playing, and, yeah. um, and I've been hooked ever since, <laughs> and... Um, that's a really good start, yeah. to be honest. Um, I think my first game, I think I said it in the first episode of the show, it was, uh, my first console was a Genesis. I think the first game I played was like Toe Jam and Earl or something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
That's what yeah. I started off with. And what were some games you played as a teenager that you were really into or generally like adolescent age? Um, well, around that time, that was when um, when the Nintendo 64 was coming out. Yeah. And so that was kind of my first break into the 3D realm. And, uh, and man, I, t- I tell you, that was when you've been doing pretty well nothing but side-scrollers your whole life. Because I, <laughs> I wasn't really... I wasn't really into the Final Fantasy games. I don't know the yeah. the, the, uh, the RPG games that uh, like just have all kinds of options and stuff. I, that, I, that was never really my thing, and still isn't mostly. Yeah. Um, but then when when I broke into the realm of Z axes, man, that just <laughs> blew me away. It was the first two games were uh, that I had on the sixty four were Mario sixty four, of course, and uh, Shadows of the Empire. And I remember thinking. <laughs> how how detailed it was to see the ATAT walker and see both guns reel back as you fired them, and I just I just thought, holy shit, detail. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. really funny, by the way, talking about games like Shadows of the Empire in that light nowadays. Because nowadays, yeah. I, like I've been playing GTA Four on stream, and like I played Dead Rising the other day. Right. And those are games from like over 10 years ago, I believe. Maybe not yeah. quite, but it, they're very old games. And they like they look almost like real life to me. And now everyone's yeah. like, "Oh, 4K, oh, 8K, all oh, uh ray tracing and all this." And I'm like, "What?" Dude, do you know how freaking good the games just from like last gen and the gen before are? I'm still surprised yeah. watching 3D Mario. In yeah, high definition, seriously. it's insane. Yeah, no, it's 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 nuts to to see that kind of, and, and that's why whenever I hear somebody complaining about about <laughs> it's like oh it only goes up to 720p, it's like shut up, you can't even see it. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, no one can see that crap. Like yeah. everyone says well, think- that a lot of the games that are in 1080 are upscaled, and a lot of 4K games are upscaled from like 2K to begin with. It's just how it's I- done. I can't remember exactly what it was. I think it was either 6.2 or 8.2. There was a point two in there um, in terms of resolution. Like, that's as yeah. high as the human eye can possibly perceive. I thought it was, so, like, 4.2. I, I can't remember. It, maybe it was 6. I, I think it was It was, It was. was definitely more than 4. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't much higher. So, like, we're already pretty much at the realm where we're at resolutions that your eyes physically can't <laughs> possibly see the difference anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And like what I have read about in regards to that, a whole, uh, the 4k and the 8k and all that, apparently the only way you could feasibly tell the difference is if you're looking on a huge monitor. So right. yeah. if I had like a huge flat screen right in front of me, that is how you would tell the difference. Kaya in chat says, I have seen the rerun. I was in five times. I believe he's talking about the previous episode with me and Static. And if so, thank you very much. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a it's a thing regarding the size of the monitor. And the thing is, most consumer monitors, like this right here behind me, uh, for those listening in audio, you can't see it, but... I have like, what, like a 15, 20? I don't know. I I don't know the size of this. This is a small television, okay? Most monitors are like this size, to be honest. You're not going to be able to tell the difference. No, no. 
yeah, like even even a monitor like that of that size, if like between 1080 and 4K, I mean, you you literally have to be sitting directly in front of it to be able to. Tell <laughs> you have no to line. you have to be sitting there freaking cooking your eyes, just have your eyes like right on it, like. Yeah, your nose touching the screen. <laughs> <laughs> just just absolute eye cancer levels of closeness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The next question is. What got you into gaming and what got you into streaming? Who did you watch? What were you, uh, what inspired you to begin your journey streaming and making content? Uh, well, it, in terms of what got me into gaming as, as a whole, it was just trying it, you know, when I was a kid and just feeling how, how awesome it was. Yeah. And then it just, it never, that feeling just never let go. Um, but it never does. How, no, it never does. But in terms of uh, in terms of streaming, that was actually much different. When I first heard of the idea of live streaming your your gameplay and other people can watch, I th- I I thought it was kind of an interesting idea, and I didn't yeah. quite get the appeal of it. And then uh, <laughs> it was fairly shortly after uh, uh, I had moved into the house that I'm in now. Yeah, um, uh, I was I had been married for less than a year. And I had the Xbox One, and it had this built-in streaming feature. And I thought, you know eh, what? Let's give, give it a, a shot. Point. Yeah. And that was kind of how it all tumbling came <laughs> tumbling after. Because then then I found out that I could not only you know extract the VODs to YouTube, yep. but then also slice them up and edit them. And I was just like, oh, no, this is becoming <laughs> a thing, isn't it? And it yeah. became a thing, all right. <laughs> What's really fascinating about that, by the way, is you helped me get into streaming. There were other factors that helped me decide, but I was really, really against it. Because for me personally, I was terrified of the idea of like, well, what if I say something dumb? Then it'll be out there forever. I, I learned to edit when I was like 13 years old and I was very, very dedicated to editing. I was like, I'm going to edit. I want to make everything perfect. I'm going to make sure that there are no mistakes. I don't say anything dumb. So right, which you obviously can't do on stream. Yeah. It's literally impossible. And so yeah. I remember having a conversation with you one day when we had first met, because we first met through VidMe, I believe right. I watched one of your Sonic CD videos, and I was like, hey, man, this is cool, whatever, whatever. And at some point on some social media or in DMs on VidMe or something, you told me, I'm going to be streaming on Twitch. And I was like, what is Twitch? What is streaming? And yeah. you... You literally were just like, oh, yeah, it's this place where you live stream your gameplay and every, everyone can watch it and comment. And I was I was literally just like, who would ever want to do that? That sounds like <laughs> hell on earth. <laughs> <laughs> and I really was so terrified. Just the concept of it freaked me out so much, dude. Yeah. yeah it's, it's funny. That kind of like... Um, I think once I got to about university age, that was when I kind of stopped being afraid of speaking publicly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, mean, I, I can definitely see why it's not for everybody. I can see why it says, like, you, wait, I'm going to be in a live broadcast? What are you insane? 
I can certainly understand that, you know. <laughs> Welcome on fire to the chat, by the way. How you doing, my dude? Um, well, they're on fire. <laughs> yes. What is funny to me, though, I was mostly okay with talking in front of a crowd, like, on a stage, you know? Mm-hmm. I was okay with that. What scared the crap out of me is, like, when when you're talking to a crowd on stage and you kind of fumble or you make a mistake or you do something dumb... Most of the time, to a degree, they'll kind of be courteous to you, and they'll kind of, like, let some things slide. I was scared of, like, the fact that people on the internet don't have to do that, so you're going to get way more honest sort of conversation. You're going to have people really be freaking mean to you there, and that scared the crap out of me. You mispronounced the word. You fucked up. You're done. <laughs> Pretty much. That's that's what I was so freaking scared of. And I was really hard on myself like the first year or so that I streamed. And then what I learned over time is the more that you do it, the less of an issue it becomes. The more like, it's yeah. okay. It sort of gets for you. And that's kind of how it is for me. Like... I've also noticed when I stop streaming for a long period of time, I can get over stage fright. But when I come back, I'm like, I got to do good. I got to do a good job. And then I kind of adjust to it. And I'm like, oh, wait, I know what I'm doing. I know how to do this. Yeah. And it's uh, (laughs) it's really freaky. The only only thing that I I worry about ever showing on stream is your pee pee. uh, it, <laughs> uh, no, when I get if if I ever get like actually angry when I'm playing, I I'll, I might get like kind of playfully angry, but like uh, yeah. there's, uh, there's definitely been a few times uh, streaming Wings of V that I got I got really literally actually angry. I was and, probably uh, there with you during those times. Yeah, yeah, I think I think the last time I streamed it, you were you were there for it. Um, I've actually, which I mean, slight side note. I've actually been recording that off stream now because I find when I don't stream it, the frame rate's better. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there's it, that. That always makes me me nervous because I, I'm showing a side that I don't think is really me. Yeah. Uh, but it certainly is me at that very moment. But you know, the, this um, is what I would say to that, and to anyone who streams in general. You're a person, you feel emotions, that's kind of just reality. Because my thing is, I hate I hate raging on stream in general. That I've always hated doing that, just because, for me, it's not even that I'm scared of showing rage, because I feel like emotions are just emotions. If I feel sad, that's not me. If I feel happy, that's not necessarily me. If I feel angry, that's not me. My personality is kind of the whole of everything that I am. And so to me, stuff like that doesn't entirely bother me. It's just sitting here watching me get pissed off. I'm not a funny, angry guy. I'm an angry, angry guy. Like I was (laughs) playing Dead Rising the other day and that game is on a timer. If you've ever played that, it has like a three or four day timer similar to Majora's Mask. And if you mess up a mission or if you mess up, you, you have to like restart and it has a broken save system. So if you, in the game, there are little places where you can save your progress in the story. However, if you mess up, when you die in the game, it gives you the option to save and quit. Uh, 
I assumed that that was the same as going to a save point in the game. No. No, 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 no. What that does is that saves your level in the game. That saves the fact, like, I got to level 10, as in my character, like, the RPG word for leveling. Oh, no, that's even worse. (laughs) Yeah. It saves that you are a level 10 in regards to your actual... (laughs) your actual character's abilities and such. Oh my God, that's bananas. That's yes. bananas, man. <laughs> oh. And so... I died in the game in the middle of a stream after fighting a really hard boss. There's a clown in the game that juggles and throws chainsaws at you, and he took me so long and so much stress to beat. And then I died later in the game, and I hit, okay, I'll just save and quit, and I'll come back later. I came back later and I started with the intro cutscene and I had to go to GameFAX and look at a 13-year-old forum to actually (laughs) figure out what happened to my game. Oh my god, that's that's such bananas, dude. Oh my god, I feel that pain. It was so frustrating, dude. I can oh my god. Oh my god. But uh, by the end, I, I streamed that, and then the next day, I came back and played through everything I'd already played through again. Oh, my God. And then I got to a mission. You know how I told you the game was on a timer, right? Yeah. Okay, I got back to that mission, and the timer wanted me to like wait for like an hour in real-world time for the next oh mission to gosh. start. And then I sat around and I waited for the mission to actually start. And by the time it was about to start, it had been an hour, hour and a half, maybe. Yeah. And the thing is, the timer in the game, it normally will only show a timer when a mission is happening. Apparently, it also shows a timer for certain story missions before they happen. So I thought the mission wasn't even queuing, and I just got pissed off. And at the end of the stream, I'm like, screw this game. Screw the developers who made it. They're idiots. This game is bad. I never want to play it again. And I just threw a fit. And I said, thank you to everyone who's watching. I'm out. This is garbage. It was the most infuriating thing ever. Oh my god! Yeah, you know, there's there was a game mechanic too that actually had me not playing a zombie game as well, which was um, it was uh, Dead Island. Dead Island. All right. Yeah, it was it was a game that I also thought was awesome at first. Think of it's it's almost like Fallout ish, but you're on a it's a it's like an island resort. And the right. zombie problem seems like a pretty <laughs> interesting premise. That sounds like such is... a luxury vacation. Come to yeah. the tropical zombie island. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so that sounds all fine and good. And uh, But there's two game mechanics that had me rage quit the game, and I never picked it up again. Okay. Uh, the map isn't a map. Okay. What I mean okay. Like, what I mean that is it's this giant huge map of an island okay. that shows where you are, like a you are here marker. <laughs> it's like a shopping and, mall. And no labels anywhere on the map. So they're like, it's like yeah, you have to you have to go to the you know the southeast. So, so get out get out some graph paper right now and just kind of draw <laughs> it's like when you're playing Metroid on the original NES, people would do that. They'd get out graph paper and freaking draw the map for the whole game. 
Well, it's like it shows the map there in front of you, but there's no labels on it. So it's it's like they, they need to go to the the you know you know go to the potato shaped island like, over here, and you're just like, where the fuck is that? <laughs> uh, so that was one infuriating thing about it. But the other thing, inexcusable, when you got hurt, it didn't matter what angle you got hurt on. It was just a red vignette that crept in from all sides of the screen. There was no indication as to where you were being hurt from, which yeah. is. And somebody was like, well, you don't get arrows in real life. It's like, yeah, but you also have pain in real life. <laughs> I mean, in real life, when you're looking at a map, things are actually labeled, though. Well, like, well, they're actually written out. Well, well, yeah, exactly. But the other thing is, like, if somebody bites you in the shoulder, <laughs> you don't go, ow, I feel general pain in my entire body. Where is it coming from? That doesn't happen. You know, immediately. Look, man, you don't know how I deal with circumstances like that. <laughs> I could. I could very well do that. <laughs> Kaya in no, chat no. says, Nathan, can you do a split screen instead of just swapping between screens? I can, and I do actually have a graphic prepared for that. Uh, I still like to cut around during uh, the podcast. But I do have a split screen graphic. I just didn't have time to load it up before this one because I had about an hour of prep time and I couldn't find it on my uh, my PC at the time. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so it has an island or it has a map that doesn't function. In other words, yeah, it basically, it basically has a a non a completely useless <laughs> map. And yeah. then besides that, like. And I remember I kept trying to get into this gas station. I remember it was a gas station that I was trying to get to. And uh, I kept getting swarmed by zombies. And I never knew where they were hurting me from because there was no indicator. And I was just like, nope, fuck this game for the rest of my life. <laughs> it's like, I, so I know how that feels way, way too well, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, there's there's very few games that I've ever quit in such a manner. And yeah. that was one of them. <laughs> yeah, I can feel you on that one. Kaya says, okay, it is fine. I mean, I hope it's fine since this is how a lot of like network shows do it anyways. Mm. They just kind of cut back and forth between the different cams and then they have a wide shot or something if they're in the same room. Mm -hmm. Okay, so my next question is, what are some of your favorite content creators, Sifu? Now, this one I, I find... Uh, a bit tricky to answer as well because there's always the split between um <laughs> what was that <laughs> just to, just let it pass <laughs> sure <laughs> to to those i don't think it's being picked up by my mic but the phone is picking it up some uh someone's arguing on the phone in the other room oh okay <laughs> I think, um yeah no i find that um a fairly difficult question to answer because there's almost two categories. There's there's like big content creators, you know, the folks with millions of subscribers that I like to view, yeah, and uh, and then the and then kind of the smaller creators, um, and and I find that a little bit, I, I, yeah, I just I find it hard to to you can kind of just split it into the separate categories, so you could have like the small content creators, the medium size, and the big, or you can have like small, big, or you know, any yeah, way that sure. makes the question palatable for you, right? Yeah, I'd say I'd say for I'd say for big creators, probably my two favorites are um, are the game Grumps and Oni plays. Yeah, uh, I can see because, that because <laughs> they just they're just like some some of the stuff coming out of their videos is like 
I, I would describe it as being cripplingly funny. Like cripplingly I'm, funny. Like, yes, that is the one. perfect way to put that crowd, dude. Because like I'm trying to like, what was it? The, the other day I was trying to I was trying to assemble this. Uh, it was after my wife and I had gone to bed, and so I decided to throw up some Oni plays uh, while I was assembling uh, this dresser from IKEA. Yeah, and I could like I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't lift the screwdriver at some part, so it was just. <laughs> I, I have the same experience. I was playing Fortnite one day, and I'll talk about that later in the podcast. I've actually been uh, playing Fortnite recently, and it's actually been surprisingly fun. But Interesting. yeah, I've I've I was playing Fortnite one day and listening to Oni plays. They recently uh, they released like a compilation of them messing with their friend Tomar. Have you seen that one yet? No, I didn't. <laughs> okay, they release this long compilation of them messing with their friend Tomar, asking him like these really dark hypotheticals, like, "What would you oh, do God, I if love you?" Their hypotheticals. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and it fits my freaking sense of humor so perfectly, dude. It's yeah, so good. Yeah, their hypotheticals are really, really good. <laughs> yes, they were asking him questions like, "Like, what? Like, what would you do if your wife came up to you with a knife?" and tried to kill you what would you do if you if you were having a conversation with your boss oh that's just the whole thing what would you do no no no, no. i'm i'm distracted because i can hear someone in the other room so i'm like looking over in a weird way oh, okay because i couldn't tell they're talking to me they keep walking in and out of the hallway but um they were like, what would you do if you were talking to your boss and suddenly his mouth was twice the size it was before? And then you went to your house and talked to your wife. They always throw his wife into it. What would you do if you went to your house and talked to your wife and you're like, babe, I had the craziest experience today. My boss had a larger mouth and then she turns around from the sink and her mouth is also twice as big or something like that. Oh, it's so beautiful, oh dude. Oh my lord! Oh my god, that's really funny. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, between, between those guys and Aaron Hansen, I think Aaron Hansen probably probably has given me the hardest laughs I've had in perhaps my whole life. Yeah, um, we're we're having some low low connection right now. Oh really? Yeah, you're like really? lagging real bad on your end or on my end. I don't know what oh. it is. Oh, oh, I think I might know what that is. Uh, um. My computer is updating something. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, I can live with it either way. They can still hear you. You just sound a wee bit compressed, so it's not a huge deal. Okay. All right. Um, uh, what was I going to say about that? Uh, yeah, and then as far as uh, smaller content creators, um, I kind of have like a few. I kind of have a few different ones for for smaller content creators, uh, just because they uh, say Nathan uh, they, Sample they Games. <laughs> <laughs> um, because they 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 all kind of fulfill different uh forms of entertainment i guess you could say yeah um but uh yeah i would i would say that you you are um on there i don't i don't always have time for like the uh i don't have necessarily have time for like the really huge uh, long like like the drops of entire vods yeah but whenever you do like the shorter videos like i can usually tune in for some of those and uh um <laughs> Well, basically, my favorite moments are basically like, uh, well, at the beginning of your videos when you say that, you know, you know, may contain topics or uh, yeah. discussions that uh, others may find upsetting. 
when you get to those <laughs> upsetting moments, those are my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what? Okay, please tell me what you mean. Like, what are the upsetting moments for you then that you find funny? Because uh, now I'm fascinated. Just, uh, usually, just when you you say <laughs> like uh, when you typically say a word that somebody would just say, "You can't say that word." You're just like that's. <laughs> are you talking about when I say stuff like retard or something yes. like that? <laughs> Well, yeah, I don't like, understand the word retard and why that one in particular is such a big deal anyways. Because I get it, if you're talking to someone who is mentally disabled, it's wrong. But sure, sure, yeah, that, no yeah, one uses it like that. And from what I've been told, they don't even... Psych uh, psychiatric doctors, apparently, from what I've been told, don't even use that themselves anymore. Because it's yeah, too... Uh, dark or whatever that's been sullied i don't know yeah it's it's basically like an it, it is still technically a medical terminology but they but they don't use it anymore and if uh, they don't use it anymore why is it considered an insult at all now it is just the the colloquialism whatever the term is you know what i'm talking about yeah, and, and that's a valid point. Well, I mean, especially when you can, it's it's just one of those things. It's one of those leftover things that just doesn't make sense. Like, uh, yeah, like especially when you consider when like medically speaking, yeah, uh, the term because apparently idiot is also a medical term. Yeah, but but that is actually um, a f that is a few IQ points actually lower than the medical term for retarded. So technically, okay, speaking, so an idiot is dumber than a retard. In other words, yeah. So really. <laughs> idiot should actually be more offensive but it's not apparently <laughs> interesting very yeah. very interesting yeah i thought so too <laughs> i think i said that the other day when i was playing dead rising i'm like that's retarded this game is stupid like i just freaking <laughs> threw a fit i was so mad at that gosh darn video vid i i just non-ironically said video game yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, so so my other uh, uh, smaller. They're uh, all Nathan sample games. There's no others. All, yeah, it's just Nathan <laughs> sample games. That's all I watch. Yeah, twenty four seven. You have it on on the TV all the time. <laughs> um, yeah. It's, uh, so off the top of my head, I know I'm gonna miss some. It's it's so it's it's a, it's like an ever changing answer basically. But off the top of my head, uh, I really like to watch uh, Indie Timmy for. Um, for just generally entertaining let's play videos uh, right. i like watch i like watching the krill cast uh because uh they, they they do kind of a nice covering of of topics throughout the week with uh where they then they have guests every week i was one of them yeah. actually um and you were uh, on that channel weren't you yeah yeah i for and because what they do is they record like f for the episodes of that week because they have like like manic manic mondays and uh, you know, <laughs> a theme of every every day of the week yeah and so what they do is they have a guest on and they record like uh every day six thousand episodes a day yeah they, <laughs> so they, they record their five episodes you know in the in one session and then they have that person as a guest you know for an entire week on their channel yeah um it's really great for them. actually they had they had they've had indie timmy on there uh, now, now, who exactly is Indie Timmy? Because I've never actually heard of him. I have heard of Krill Krillcast because I know that you're on them, or you were right. on them. 
Yeah, um, Andy Timmy is another um, a content creator. He's actually fairly big on YouTube. Actually, he has he has about um, I think he has close to six thousand subs. Actually, really, um, he's uh, he's a bit he's a bit smaller on BitChute. Like he picked up on BitChute fairly recently, um, and then uh, um, I, can't, I can't remember where his sub count is on BitChute, but uh, but yeah, twenty two, um, twenty two. Yeah, so. <laughs> so <laughs> Um, but even with that, some of his numbers are actually still, you know, quite comparable to his YouTube channel. So it just, just goes to show, um, but, uh, 22 is comparable to 6,000. Sorry, sorry. I meant in terms of interaction and view count, it's, is comparable is what what I meant to say. Um, no, they're they're comparable though, because I can look at 22 and then compare it to 6,000 and be like, that's not as many. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> isn't that what comparable means to begin with uh, i mean <laughs> i suppose so <laughs> there we go problem solved any number can be comparable with another number you just have to be dumb enough to do it <laughs> um so yeah and then uh also uh colors of gaming was also featured on the curlcast which brings me to my next point uh colors of gaming colors of gaming are uh is there um uh it's it's usually the guy who goes by red as his, uh, as, as his um now are they all named after colors yeah there's there is there's red and then usually the guest he has on is orange uh blue was on for a while uh mm-hmm. but blue had to leave the show because he was uh, blue daba dee daba die fuck <laughs> <laughs> yes oh did you, did you know when i first heard that song i actually thought it was a christmas song what what because <laughs> I thought they were saying Felice Navidad. What? I'm so confused. How do you manage that? Because when they were when they were saying, I thought they were saying, "I'm blue, Felice Navidad, Felice Navidad." <laughs> That's what I thought they were saying. Because I first heard the song. Uh, in fairness, me. saying "Daba dee, Daba die," that doesn't sound like anything to begin with. So I can no, see it's, what it's, you're it's getting not at. Actual words being used. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look, man. Okay, Fred Flintstone would disagree with you with the dab part. Maybe not the die <laughs> part. Although I'm sure he has relatives who have died many, many centuries ago. I just dropped my water bottle on the floor. Talk for me. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, yeah. So, so orange, orange is typically the, the guest that he has. Orange is the new black. Orange is the new black, yes. and uh, and then there's another one who uh, doesn't actually appear on the, the show, but kind of helps behind behind the scenes. Uh, Green, yeah, he does like the animations and the characters and stuff like that. So uh, since his name is Green, is he like really eager and spry all the time? Because he, you know, uh, he's young and he's green, you know. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know, but uh, she actually does the uh, Green. Green's actually a she. Um, she. Does, so is like, she? Is she young and excitable? No idea. She de- she doesn't appear in any of the episodes because I-, I guess she doesn't really like to be on on camera or microphone so much. <laughs> but she but she does like some of the artwork and the animations and stuff. And uh, what uh, what definitely- what if she appeared in one episode? But the way that she appeared was she kind of just like she's in the background. She kind of just like oh, just hearing the good. You you kind of hear it just like lean over like way in the <laughs> background. It almost looks like a demon. She just pops her head up like. And then walks away. <laughs> I'd like to see her animate that, actually. Um, but, <laughs> they um, can animate her into an episode. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to see that, actually. She, uh, But yeah, they what they primarily do is kind of like... Um, uh, I guess you could say it's it's kind of like a, 
a games review or talk about games kind of thing because they'll kind of do like a review of the game but then they'll kind of talk about the game at length and talk about like the whole the whole plot of it like from beginning beginning to end they'll talk about like you know even spoilers and stuff um yeah and uh i I just find that red has really interesting takes on it like uh you know how like when say red dead redemption 2 came out uh was wait wait he died and then he got redeemed no, I mean the I mean the game uh, Red Dead Redemption. Oh, oh, I just got that. <laughs> you just got it, didn't you? I just got that. Yes. <laughs> God, um, my terrible dad jokes are are freaking on point today. Now that one almost snuck past me. That was pretty good. <laughs> um, but yeah, the um, but yeah, you, you basically couldn't go anywhere online without hearing nothing. You know, you would only hear positive things about that game. But uh, but even in the thumbnail of the video, he he was kind of shrugging. The, and basically, his review was just like, "Yeah, this game is just kind of okay." And <laughs> I, I thought that was immediately an interesting take. It was just like, "Oh, really? He's not just you know, uh, I don't want to use a certain metaphor, but he's not he's not being contrarian, just, um, or he's uh, not jumping on the bandwagon." Yeah, I guess that's 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 what it is. He he gives an honest look at a game without just jumping on a bandwagon, which yeah. I really appreciate. Um, I mean, I think probably- a lot of people play games only because their buddies play them as well. So I think that's why a lot of people are like, "No, this game is great because my friend says." <laughs> it's like, who's your friend? Mitchell's my friend, and he has all the opinions, and I listen. <laughs> Nothing else. I, I like the games Mitchell Yes. <laughs> I like to ride my bicycle down the road to Mitchell's house and then we'll play cot and then we'll eat <laughs> we'll eat celery and <laughs> Oh my god. Sifu, we're both losing our minds. <laughs> Well, it's been, I, I mean, I'm a little out of sleep, but I'm okay. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I really like, um, I really like um, uh, Colors of Gaming. Uh, let's see, I mentioned Krillcast in it to me. Um, I also like uh, a guy on, uh, um, I think he's on YouTube as well. But His uh, name is T-Series. No, no, God, no. <laughs> um, Mr. T-Series. <laughs> he's, he's a guy on BitChute, and his name is uh, Infamous J. And he does the um, J stands for joint. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure, <laughs> uh, but um, it, yeah, he's uh, he's more of an old school um, uh, let's player, like in the way that he uh, it's does kind he of, play Minecraft. No, not in that sense. <laughs> he uh, he he typically does he typically does more retro games, and um, uh, the, he he doesn't use like necessarily like the most up-to-date equipment it's it's, yeah. it's kind of uh, which which actually I, I don't say that as a negative i actually say that as kind of a quality because it, it kind of feels like i'm you know going it back feels like you're going bit. back in time in a way yeah yeah in, ter- in terms of just watching watching older style let's play videos that's kind of what it feels like yeah and it's just it's really funny because he he just uh, you know he typically has big reactions whether he wins or loses and and he he does a pretty good job of making that funny does um, he use like a dazzle or something like what what does he use equipment wise oh i i have no idea but, oh, okay uh, 
but it just it just sort of has an older quality to it that I that I really like actually. Like I, yeah. I feel like if he got if he got like a Yeti or a Blue Snowball, I feel like that would actually be a downgrade for, <laughs> for the quality of his videos. <laughs> I feel like that would actually be a bad thing. Yeah, um, I know there's definitely others that I would like to mention, but that I I'm I'm just I can't. Uh, YouTube.com/slash right. John Stamos from Full House. I don't, I don't you, think that's one of them. He really loves John Stamos. He likes the Mary Kate and Ashley channel. Um, Jake Paul, uh, no. Morgs. Uh, he really likes Morgs. You ever watch Morgs? Morgs, like Morgs. <laughs> is that an actual YouTube? That channel? is that is a child, like a fourteen-year-old, who tries to rip off Mr. Beast all the time. I that. <laughs> Doesn't sound like anything that interests me. Uh, it is the worst. He is not entertaining in the slightest, and his videos have horrid acting. Is he as bad as Fred? Oh God, that is—that's a good question. He's—they're the, both the worst. <laughs> you gave me an interesting thing to think about, Sifu. God, now I'm gonna I'm gonna go to bed at night thinking about which is worse now. <laughs> oh God, that's gotta be bad. Then. <laughs> well, he does like terrible videos. I haven't watched many of them. I think I watched two of them. There's like one random video where he was just like, "What the freak was he doing?" He was sneaking around his own house. He said he's supposed to be on a sleepover with his friends or some crap, but he snuck back into the house. And he was trying to go undetected, undetected, the entire time. And it's just really awkward to watch, <laughs> to be honest with you, because it's clearly, it's clear everyone's acting and they're not right. good actors. Yeah. Like these people like would not make right. it in a porno. They're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really feel like as a general rule. You, you probably shouldn't upload anything online until you're, say, 20, 35. 35, yeah. yeah. Until you're one year older than I am right now, <laughs> that's that's when you want to start uploading content because <laughs> you're going to regret it, especially especially if it's content from when you're a teenager. You're you're just going to like, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to delete my YouTube channel. Just all What's day. really <laughs> sad is this kid's channel is pretty successful as well. Really? Because it appeals to like twelve-year-olds. It's like it's for sure. li it's a kid making videos for kids, and the kids eat that crap up because they don't know that it's oh. acting. You know? Right? Yeah, I, su I suppose. Yeah. I suppose it's a working formula. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say it's a working formula because in like two years, when their frontal cortex starts to <laughs> starts to form itself a little bit better they're gonna be like that crap sucks and when, and when dude gets a little, and when his voice gets a little deeper <laughs> hello everybody <laughs> my name is morgs sup my name's it's, morgs it's, yes. today yes, i'm gonna go a buy a ferrari and throw money at people <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna happen in the middle of a sentence like like hi everybody my, uh, uh, <laughs> my name's Forbes. Whoa. <laughs> that that actually happens in an episode of Family Guy. Peter talks about his balls dropping or something. He's like, "Hey guys, <laughs> you want to play some baseball?" <laughs> <laughs> Dude, old Family Guy was actually not bad at all. I I used to be a really big fan of old Family Guy, but then 
know. They just started sucking. They just it just it went from them having course. actual jokes in the show. You know, they would actually. Yeah. It, it's a raunchy show. It's an adult show, but sure. it went from them having real jokes with a setup and a punchline that were funny to let's just say something offensive. Let's do something offensive and it's like but yeah. what's the joke the joke can't just be look the baby punched the dog for literally no reason look yeah. he's beating yeah. his daughter for no reason at all period there's no like why is he doing it what's his yeah, motivation it's, it's, like, it's not it's not really a punchline. i it's i i don't see it's just a thing happening at that point yeah yeah or, or how long a lot of their parodies got to the point that they, they weren't even parodies anymore. They were literally just blatantly ripping off a scene completely, yes. but replacing the characters with Family Guy characters. It's just like, this isn't parody. This isn't funny. Uh, like, a, a reference is not a joke or a parody. It's just saying, remember that thing, you know? Yeah. Can't remember this, but now with Peter. <laughs> I mean, they do that all the time. There was like a... There's an episode I watched that was making fun of, like, what was it? it they referenced Revenge of the Nerds, and it was, yeah. like, one of those episodes that's, like, a, uh, like an anthology episode where they're, like, here's this story, and here's that story, and here's this story. And in this episode, they were back in time to, like, the 18th century, and it, they ended the episode with them, like, doing the song from Revenge of the Nerds. Or something like oh. it was just weird. Like really it was weird. just a it was literally them just referencing a thing and there's no reason for it. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I yeah, <laughs> it, yeah, the show the show really really did go downhill. Well, what also happened was they got canceled they had like a really good run for like three or four seasons, I think. Then they got mm. canned. And then they brought it back, and then they got canned, and then they brought it back, and now they're at a point where they just keep renewing it the same way they do to The Simpsons because it still makes money, even right. though it's not funny anymore. Yeah. I'm, I'm still quite blown away that The Simpsons still makes money. Like, I don't understand who's still watching it. Like, I... <sighs> um. <laughs> like I don't know... I don't even know of anybody personally who, who still likes it. Like, even people... Like, my friend... Uh, my friend Joey was probably like the longest time fan of the Simpsons until he just cut it off one day. He's like, no Simpsons is shit now. <laughs> and yeah, I just can't picture anybody who's still an avid fan of the Simpsons. I don't know. I like old Simpsons, but to be honest with you, I've seen some episodes that are just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> she's yelling. Yeah. It's for anyone watching. I just looked over cause uh, some, someone's yelling at the dog in the other room oh. <laughs> the dog's acting up i think but um yeah. i think that's what they were probably talking about earlier when they were walking around but yeah they, <laughs> yeah it's it's just like this it's like the yeah older simpsons was good yes until though until that got old and it's just like yeah i know this part line by line it's like this isn't fun to watch anymore <laughs> Well, like, for me, for example, I watched The Simpsons back in the day, and a lot of the seasons that people say are terrible, they weren't that bad to me. But when you watch old Simpsons, the characters are characters. They've got flaws, and they've got 
strengths and they're well-rounded. Marge had a drinking problem and Homer wasn't just an idiot. He was just a very stern guy who was kind of dumb. He was kind of dull, you know? Yeah. And then as they went on, it went from like Marge being a well-rounded character to like, "Mm, Homer, I am the wife character. (laughs) And then Homer was like, "Uh, I'm stupid now and I have no other character traits. Marge. <laughs> Marge. <laughs> the family jewels, Bart. Remember the family jewels. <laughs> yeah, they. Yeah, they. They basically. Yeah, to, to me, basically, they have a bunch of classics that have outlived their time. Yeah, it's yeah. it's in it's an inherent issue with pretty much anything. It's like, how do I how do I explain it? It's like. There's a point where even though you can make money off of a franchise, you should end it there. Like, I'm not a big horror movie guy. What was that? For, For the integrity of it, yeah. Yeah. See, I'm not a huge horror movie guy, but I have a couple horror movie series that I do like. One of the ones I enjoy is Halloween, and I haven't seen any of the newer ones, but I like the old ones. Okay? Right. Did, Halloween? Did John Halloween? Huh? John Carpenter's Halloween? Yes, the original. Okay. This is my oh, thing. Okay. They should have ended Halloween after the second movie. Simple. Right. So the first movie set up the character, set up his motivation, he gets away at the end of the movie. The second movie ends with him basically being dead. And then they had the third movie, which was Season of the Witch, which was trying to cement it as a uh, an anthology series, but it just, people didn't buy it. This is my opinion. They should have either kept it as an anthology series, because you can do whatever you want with it, or kill it after the second one, because Michael Myers was as dead as humanly possible at the end of that. But they right. did some weird retcon where it's like, no, no, Michael Myers actually did this and he got away and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it's dumb. Ugh, I, I don't like when they do that. They, they did that at the end of Friday the 13th. I feel like that series should have been one movie because I like the first movie. <laughs> I'm for real. They should have ended it with the characters driving off and Freddy's dead. That's how they originally planned to end it, was as Freddy just being dead. And what they ended up doing instead was they had, like, this thing where the car turned out to be taken over by Freddy at the end, and the characters clearly die, even though they killed Freddy. Somehow he kills them, and it's just a cliffhanger to be like, look, look, hey, hey, more movies, making more movies, gotta make, like, 16 movies. It's like stop yeah. making sixteen movies. That's that's why that's why I thought it was so funny when you said it should have ended at one because I I know there's way more than one. There's <laughs> like six, I think, Friday the Thirteenth movies. There's and then the and then the crossover with Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, and then there's yeah. a remake, and I think they're planning on remaking it again. Oh fuck! Stop with the remakes <laughs> for fuck's sakes. But it's hard to start a franchise from scratch because then you have to put in effort. Yeah, and creativity and, and everything else. Yeah. yeah fuck. I, I would rather <laughs> I would rather that instead of remakes, just re-release some of these old movies 
back in the theaters again. Yeah. Like, you know, you know what would have been better than three shitty Star Wars movies? <laughs> Re-airing four, five, and six before they added the CGI bullshit to it. Yeah. Put that in theaters again. It would have sold like fucking hot. I, th- I think they actually did that. They did like one through three in 4K. And then they, I think right. they did four through six as a way to hype up the new movies. So it was just like, yeah. hey, before you watch these, you can also watch these. And yeah, that was yeah. kind of their plan, I believe. Yeah, I, I would, I would much rather they do that than, than all these friggin' remakes. Because, <laughs> like, I thought remakes were cool at first until I realized, I was like, oh, this is just what they're gonna do now. I think remakes can be cool if they put in honest effort. If they have a different story to tell, but using the same general outline or the same world. Like, for example, it's not a very good movie, but Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, I appreciate it because it gives the opposite perspective. The entirety of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory was Charlie. Charlie's life, right. Charlie's family. Most of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory was all about Willy Wonka, which is funny because they're kind of swapped swapped out in name. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that one just is better overall in terms of as a remake, they do a lot more and show a lot more that the original didn't. And right. I like the Grinch remake because it's a completely different movie. I like it when they make new Batman yeah. movies because every single one is slightly different. And they're mm-hmm. even if they're retelling the same story, there's a different flavor of Batman. There's campy 60s Adam West, and then there's like <laughs> slightly kind of gritty 80s Batman. And then there's like the Tim Burton, like Batman will just knock someone down a bell tower, but he didn't kill them somehow. Batman. <laughs> and then there's like the the Batman from the Dark Knight, which to be honest, I like that movie, but it's kind of boring to be honest. Really, I thought I thought that the first uh, of, of that trilogy, the that uh, the the um, Nolan. Uh, yeah, the the Nolan trilogy. Yeah. I thought the first two were fantastic, and then I thought the third one just <laughs> just laid a huge fart. I just, have just, never just, seen the third one. I've seen the first two. I couldn't make it all the way through Batman Begins because the core, uh, the camera work in it was constantly shaking and zoomed in. So imagine doing the podcast. If you have the preview up, this is what it'll look like. Imagine it like this. Like, uh, hey, we're here with my friend Nathan Seafood right now. Aren't we having a great time you know what i mean like it's yeah. <laughs> just imagine being shaken like an abused baby the entire oh, time <laughs> you're watching a freaking action movie it's obnoxious i like to see the action on screen yeah yeah i know, I know what you mean the um i'll tell you what you should do instead of seeing the third one yeah. is um eat doritos and sleep yes <laughs> <laughs> Uh, don't bother watching it because it's just it's just garbage. It just sucks. And it's where we've got this. <laughs> it's, it's like oh, man, I'm going to put my finger so, in your BB. He sounds uh, he sounds like Jean Luc Picard, by the way, but with a face mask. It's it's Picard it, yeah. during COVID. <laughs> it's exactly what it so, is. It's just Jean Luc Picard during COVID. So what you should do, what you should do instead, instead of watching that shit, is um, <laughs> there's a there's a um, 
Uh, there's actually an animated Batman movie. It's a duology. It's um, uh, and would work much much better as a third movie, like a third movie to that sequel. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh shoot! It, it was uh, Dark Knight Returns. All right. One, Dark Knight Returns one and two. I think they're each about an hour and a half. So when you combine them both together, you got like you got like three hours. Um, and it's good. It's really really good. Are those it's, on uh, uh, Netflix or Hulu or anything like that? I think it is actually. I think it is on Netflix. Okay. Uh, and it's um, it's basically the story of Batman at, who as an old man who's retired, but. He flip. He finds himself flipping through the channels, and it's nothing but bad news. <laughs> and he 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 buys a he buys like a, a freaking he buys flex tape, and he starts buying like <laughs> all these infomercial products, and then he makes a YouTube channel where he talks about them. And that's how <laughs> Batman lives out his retirement. It's actually a very wholesome story. It distracts the people of Gotham from the constant terrorism that they face. <laughs> Yeah, no, he he find he finds himself being uh, he finds himself being being pulled back in like he's he's kind of like fighting it like he's like no I don't want to go back to that lifestyle but he finds himself being pulled back into it anyway. I, um, I mean to be honest, yeah, I I, every good. time I watch Batman, even though he's one of my favorite superheroes, that is just a deeply unhealthy lifestyle. <laughs> oh God, yes. Oh good Lord. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, especially when you look at the, the logistics of it, like based on. In, based on even the fights he's winning, you understand? <laughs> yeah. He would actually have to take a break for to wait for his bones to heal because <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if you know this, but there's actually this thing in Muay Thai boxing uh, where they because they do they do a lot of kicking, a lot of kicking. Yeah. And um, there and so there's a lot of shin collisions that happen, <laughs> and so and so here's the thing: you can only do that so much. And uh, I'll, I'll spare you the details of what it looks like when they don't allow themselves to heal. But, oh, God, it's hideous. <laughs> oh, Lord. I assume their freaking shins just break or something. Well, uh, okay, I'll say it. It's, so what happens is the guy goes to, to kick the other guy. And uh, the guy blocks it with his, you know, his knee or whatever. Uh -huh. And as he's stepping back, you can see in slow motion, the lower half of his leg is just kind of like a rubber boot. <laughs> and it, just, I, I like, saw oh. a video like that on TV the other day. You ever oh. watch uh, like ridiculousness and some of these uh, web shows or YouTube, these television shows that take YouTube videos and web videos and kind of display them for all to okay. see? Right. Um, there was one things. of those where this guy was wrestling this girl, and it was a playful thing. They weren't fighting. They were drunk at a party, and they were messing oh, around. No. And he was wrestling a girl, and it's like, first of all, that's a bad thing, because if you lose, you lost to a girl. If you win, you just beat up a girl. Yeah. And he got the <laughs> worst of both worlds, because the girl slammed him against a wall, and his leg, like, bent in, like... Like it broke at the heel and just like went to the oh side God. in this weird way. And they were all like, dude, your leg's broken. And he's like, get me to a hospital. Oh my God. And I'm just like, when you watch this show, this is an MTV show. It starts off with a warning saying, warning, we do not accept submissions of any kind. Do not, we will not open them. Don't submit videos of yourself doing dangerous activities. And it's like, all you right. show is dangerous videos. What are you talking about? <laughs> you liars. Yeah, I, mean, 
I think I think that's a way of covering their ass because they know that if they don't say that, then people purposefully do dangerous shit to yes. try and get on a show. So. <laughs> I I, I I assume that that's what it is, but it's really, really annoying to watch sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. All right. My next question is, what are your feelings about the current state of online video and social media? Right, right. Yeah, because those two are inter- inter- interwoven a little bit. Yeah. And I mean, the thing, the thing that we're finding about um, about online videos is that um youtube is starting to like depending on what kind of videos you watch youtube is starting to lose its usefulness yeah. um there's because there's a certain number of things that you you can search for and they will co- still come up at you, you know at the, the top of the search results um like for example if, if i'm looking for uh a game comes animated usually not yeah. have much trouble with that um but you know as you know as as a content creator i you you know you'll find that your own stuff is getting suppressed and it's not just that there's so many other people that are also uploading you know though that is a factor just to be fair oh oh, sure sure it it absolutely is a factor but you but it also gets to the point where you're searching right down to the exact name of the title and it's still not coming up and yeah other stuff and also youtube promotes authoritative sources quote unquote the worst part uh, because uh, was it uh, Susan Wojcicki was yes. even um, uh, even fully admitted in an interview that she was talking to one of her engineers and said like look this is not what people want to watch this isn't actually what they're looking for and they their their open statement was we don't care that's what we're putting <laughs> so wow just, okay like, so so you're going to put content first that you know your users don't actually want to watch it's like there's something missing here, something really, really missing here, and and so, yeah, it's so in that sense, it's losing its it's losing its usefulness, and it's only going to get worse. And if you the think only safe- reason why people are still on YouTube, in my opinion, is because it's got a user base. If YouTube was a small well, yeah. startup right now, no one would even bother giving it a glance. Oh God! Especially no. with all of their rules that they've got in place. Like, make well, family-friendly content, but don't make family-friendly content, but do make family-friendly content, but say it's not family-friendly. And then if you make family-friendly content, we'll throw you under the bus and say it's your fault. Because what they do is they, they purposefully make their terms of service as confusing and as vague as possible so that... Yes, yeah, so they can, can do whatever ban- they want. Yeah, so they can ban whoever they want at a whim. So it's why somebody who who can you know, is maybe perhaps uploading uh, videos that's literally just them reading passages out of the Bible can yeah. have their entire channel deleted while um, while Nicki Minaj, <laughs> uh, uh, let's just say on display, shall we say, <laughs> uh, fully on display and talking about stuff. Uh, just just stuff. Monetized. It's just Nicki Minaj, you know, talking about her fully, life, talking about the kids, the family, you know, it's fully very wholesome. <laughs> fully 100% monetized. Yeah. Um, well, that's you know, that's different because they have a corporate backing or whatever. 
Yeah, because that makes it somehow better. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I don't I know, mean, man. Giant ass shaking on screen is the same as whether it's got a big backing or not. No, no pun intended. <laughs> well, it. I mean, that has a very big backing. But I, I, I would argue an artificial one, to be fair. I was fair. just going to say something about that. <laughs> 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 my my like freaking that. cousin many years ago we were having a conversation and she's like not listening to me she's just scrolling through facebook on her phone and then i'm like amber what are you doing and then she she like shows me this video it's like look at these people who got fake booty implants and it there's concrete inside their like butt cheeks and it oh, it's no. flipping upside down like oh they my, can oh take God, their butt cheeks and invert them because they I just have solid that. concrete you saw that i i saw that it was like it was like she could flip it around and one side was totally like flat and just like oh my god <sighs> i mean <laughs> At least round it on both sides. <laughs> I mean, I would say don't inject yourself with concrete, you retards. <laughs> I'm just being honest with you. Well, I mean, there's that. Yeah, like, I, I, was, I was actually watching. Um, the, uh, I was actually watching something. I, I thought this was. Now it's a. It's. This sort of weird, sounds weird to say, but it's a safer version of a butt implant. Um, Interesting. Is it when you yeah. cut off someone else's butt cheeks and replace them? No, no, no. I was watching. I was watching. Uh, I was watching an art stream that uh, uh, Solgren does. He's he's the same guy who made the game uh, Wings of V and Roa. Oh, okay. Um, the man likes to draw his wife. Who's for uh, <laughs> that's for certain. Yes. Uh, so that's typically what he does on on a stream. And uh, I tune in every now and then because I can I can talk to him and you know you do it uh, for you know, research purposes. I, I do it for research purposes. <laughs> um, but it's pretty cool. I've, I've managed to find out you know little tidbits of information from him. Like, for example, I was like, what does Solgren mean? And, and he's like, Oh, it's a brand of oatmeal we have here. I was like, Oh, <laughs> that's uneventful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, he, he made a joke that the, the character he was drawing had a, uh, had a, what's called a BBL. I was like, wait, what's that? <laughs> and apparently it's called a Brazilian butt lift. And it's when they take, <laughs> they, take it's when they take your butthole and lift it up. It's when they take fat of your tummy and put it in your butt. And so and just, just the thought, mental oh. image of that sounds so deeply unpleasant. <laughs> but I mean it's got to be safer than putting concrete in it. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, I mean, I guess I mean If anyone wants to I, slap it though, that'll discourage I'm, them. I'm not saying I I encourage or endorse <laughs> either one. But I don't know. It seems like the, the latter would be safer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So my next question is very vague, and I think you've already kind of answered it. It's just tell us about your content generally. Uh, yeah. So, um, so what I what I do uh, on my channel is primarily let's play videos, but it's not always. Uh, yeah. it, it's not always that. On the occasion, I will do. Uh, sometimes it might be related to, uh, to tech. Like I might be reviewing, um, an old tech site or, or, you know, an update to the site or kind of, kind of vloggy. You, you kind of just give your thoughts about things sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. Like sometimes I'll just, I'll just sit in front of the camera and do kind of, kind of like a vlog style of video. Yeah. Excuse me. And on the, on the, um, rare occasion, because I haven't done one in a really long time, I would do the, uh, the indie game, uh, dev vlogs, which I haven't done it in a really long time, not because I'm not working on it, but what I'm doing isn't necessarily, uh, vlog worthy. Yeah. It's not, it's not particularly noteworthy. 
Um, and that may change in the future, and it may, may not. It may not um, because well, the, the, uh, what I'm trying to make is so far out that yeah. I'm, I'm not sure if it's appropriate to necessarily try and hype it up yet. I mean, I don't even have a title for it. <laughs> Well, I was going to say, I'm going to skip down a couple questions and I'll come back to some others. That is a sure. perfect segue to this question. You're developing an indie game. Tell yes. us a little bit about it. What are the challenges so far and what have been the most fun parts of it thus far? The, cha the biggest challenge, honestly, at this point is actually just finding time for it. Yeah. Um, I'm sure if I gave up streaming and Let's Playing and everything else. And having have a life. It, it, well, yeah, too, because I, you know, I'm, I, you know, I'm married and I have, I have a wife and a son, yeah, um, which certainly puts time constraints on it. Uh, if if I just said the hell of it, I'm not doing streaming and let's playing anymore, it's, and just throwing that all the window. I'm sure I'd have a lot more time to do it, but I'm not, I'm not really willing to do that. Uh, I don't know if I would ever be willing to do that unless I actually did face the the burnout, as they say, and yeah. it just some fun or beneficial to me in any way. And in which case, I guess then I would. Um, but that would be regardless of whether or not I'm working on a game or not. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the most, most challenging and I'd say frustrating part of it. <laughs> um, not even the tech, the technical side of it, because as far as the technical side of it goes, there's videos online for anything you might want to know. Um, the best video resource being, uh, being Brackies. They have a very large YouTube channel where they, uh, they talk about stuff, how to do stuff in unity, which is, uh -huh. uh, which is what I'm using it. Unity is a, kind of like the quintessential game engine for indie developers it's fantastic um and, and you can make 2d or 3d games in fact when you open a new project the first thing they say is it's going to be a 2d or a 3d project and then it kind of just sets things up accordingly to to how you want to do it um and so i've been actually finding I, i've been really getting a lot of uh entertainment out of doing the uh the pixel art aspect of it uh, that's actually been <laughs> quite, quite a bit of fun. I I thought that pixel art would just be just be tedious and annoying, but I am finding that there's uh, how would I describe it? Um, you, you you find this 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 art this artistic sense out of the limitations. Um, yes. It's like like okay, you you have to make a mouth, but you've only got four pixels <laughs> to do it. So how are you going to do that? And overcoming some of those challenges and a becoming really interesting and then especially when you can make it look good it's 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 really rewarding after that yeah um so then uh uh so i'm kind of going back and forth between that and learning how to do things in unity because i haven't actually made a game before um and i kind of have lofty goals with this one like i've got pretty well most aspects of the story of the game uh figured out there's gonna yeah. be well, I was actually, before we continue, I was going to ask you about that. What exactly, if you can give non-spoilery details, could you give me any information about the plot of the game? Because I've watched your streams, I've watched you design some of the characters and some of the assets. I'm fascinated by what you're going to do plot-wise. Right. Well, plot-wise, it's going to take a uh, It's going to take uh, take place over uh, several different uh, time periods. There's a, there's a few in between time periods that I'm not sure what I want to do, um, but uh, basically, there's going to be time travel between uh, the medieval times and then all the way to the uh, to like the futuristic, uh, you know, like um, uh, flying cars, kind of, big metropolis flying, situation, flying, flying cars, metropolis, cyberpunk kind of thing. Yeah, and uh 
and then even into the post-apocalyptic. Um, so those are the main, three main ones. I think I might want to do another one that's kind of like, uh, um, kind of like neon eighties, but it might be a little bit too similar to yeah. to the just the futuristic world. So I'm not I'm not quite sure I want to do, do there. I, I know I don't want to do just from medieval to the future, but I'm not sure exactly. You what could I do want. like another dimension situation, maybe like your character goes to another dimension or like. Maybe they go to the 80s, but they're in a specific, like, place in the 80s that would have that aesthetic, maybe? Something be, like that? Something like that, yeah. It, it, anything's really possible. Yeah. Uh, the the overall sto- story arc, though, without, I guess you could say, getting too spoilery, <laughs> is um, you, uh, you have to go through a certain... Uh, a, a certain... Uh, several points within time to try and prevent something from happening. Uh, but there's going to be a twist I- involved with that. And uh, you're going to quickly find out uh, at a certain point that the stakes are a lot higher than you had originally anticipated. And uh, there's going to be parts of the game that get very, very dark. Yeah. Uh, uh, particularly, the, particularly the, I, I want the ending to be, or, or not necessarily the ending ending of itself, but towards the end of the game, things are going to get very, very dark and disturbing. Um, the, the post-apocalyptic uh, uh, levels are going to be uh, pretty disturbing. You know, you're going to be fighting some pretty hideous things there. Okay, um, so is it going to be like yeah. mutants that you're fighting in the post-apocalyptic stages, or is it going to be like... Uh, I think that's I think that's probably a, uh, as close a description as I could give right now, yeah. Okay. Um, and then, uh, what was I going to say? So yeah, there's so there's going to be so there's going to be there's going to be kind of some supernatural elements as well as some futuristic elements, kind of all through the game, and they're going to intertwine in a particular way. The, the one thing that I, I can't quite decide on yet is basically what the origin of your powers are going to be. Hmm. Um, I I have an idea of what I want that to be, but I'm not sure if I can write it in a way that's good or compelling like i like I, I i don't want people to you know see that this is the origins of your power and then they just go oh <laughs> like i want it to like i want it to be compelling and so that that might be difficult you but, can yeah. maybe do like a less is more situation and just be like you are the chosen one or some crap like that like you have and been it, endowed it might, with these powers it, it might be roughly something like that because it, it's it's I guess sort of a MacGuffin of the story. Like it does like yeah. ultimately in the long run of the story, it, it may not necessarily matter that much um, because what, what will come out of that is just good gameplay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then, uh, um, so yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of the, the overall uh, arc of it, I guess you could say without getting, uh, getting too much into it, but there's, but yeah, gameplay wise, there's going to be, uh, there's going to be, melee combat as well as long range combat it's going to be you know like a pixel art side scroller all right um, yeah and then you know there you might have you know some enemies that become friends some friends that become enemies you know so if you thing. were to put a genre behind this game like if you were to in some way tie it down to a specific genre what exactly would you put it under i'd say i'd say probably an action platformer an action platformer and, uh, yeah yeah, and okay. uh, but a sort of uh, 
I, not, I don't would, I don't know if you'd consider this RPG elements or not, but I want you to be I want you to be able to you know have dialogue choices in the game. Um, I don't know if they would necessarily vastly affect the events of the game, but it would just kind of maybe shape your character a bit more. That is and, kind of an RPG sort of thing, like a Bioware game sort of choices and such. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it does. It, I don't know if it would have any drastic effect on the outcome of the game. Kind of, kind of like actually, a little bit more comparable would actually be like Katana Zero because yeah, it, you do cho- get to choose your dialogue on that game, but it's it's ultimately not that consequential. Yeah. Um, excuse me. Which which I'm okay with. It just this, just the choice on its own and shaping that particular scene, I think, is enough in a lot of cases. Um, and uh, also, I, I want you to be able to uh, customize your gear a little bit, like change uh, change your yeah, yeah like change but your clothing and stuff. I think that might be maybe that could be a part of the choices you're given. Perhaps is like you can make a lot of the character customization bound to like what choices you make dialogue wise. Perhaps like if hmm. your char- if a character asks you like, oh, what, what are you gonna go out wearing that or something? You could be like, mm, yeah, what's wrong with it? Or you could be like, oh, of course not. And they're like, here, then put this on or something like that. Oh, that's really interesting, actually. That's an interesting idea. Yeah. Yeah, it could it could, it could, could end up being something like that. Cause, and uh, maybe I would even have it so that, you know, you you unlock more items depending on, you know, through multiple playthroughs. Like, you have to do, like, maybe a couple playthroughs to unlock everything. Yeah, you could try and give yeah. it... A, you can try and give it a, a, a safe system like Dead Rising, where you can yeah. just literally accidentally save your game the wrong way and go back to the <laughs> beginning, and then you'll you'll still be leveled, though. Sure, sure, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> it gives the game so much replay value because you have no choice. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> All right, so the rest of my questions are just BS. Do you have anything else to add to that one before I move on? Um, yeah, I think I think uh, the only other thing I, I, I would add is that um, right now I've been kind of stuck on uh, doing the pixel art for, for one particular character. You know which one I mean. Yes, and, uh, I know. Because I've been... I've been really kind of a perfectionist with this particular character because I <laughs> I keep I keep looking at it and uh, some some days I'm happy with it and I come back to him and say no this is shit this it's, it's missing everything you know it's I keep going back and forth on it um, but I think with the, uh, the new armor pieces that I've added to her I think I've finally found where yeah. I want to be with oh it. you did and ask so- me for feedback on that on Twitter the other day did you get my reply on that. Oh yeah, I actually went with the third choice, which was neither one of them. Uh, so. <laughs> which one do you uh, want? Na- like, which oh, one do you yeah, think is right, Nathan? Uh, the one that, the one that I choose. No, the one that's not even an option. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I ended up going with the third one because uh, I like I changed the position of the the a part of it, and I was just like, oh yeah, that's way better, and that, and so that's what I decided to go with. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then so I'm gonna fiddle around and do, you know, now that I've finally got that right, I'm gonna fiddle around and do some animations, like get a, get an animation of her flying, get a few uh, kicks and punches in there. Get and, an animation of her eating an entire uh, Toblerone. <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> and then like looking be- at herself in the mirror, wondering what went wrong. It'd be it'd be like it'd be like if you leave the idle animation for forty seconds, she'll just whip out a Toblerone and just down it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> She suckles on the bell, the bell end of the Toblerone. <laughs> she would. Um, <laughs> exactly. Uh, 
So I, I think what's going to happen with the game in terms of development, like it's been so far, it's going to start really, really slow. But then when I get more of the gameplay mechanics figured out, like some of the basics, like just, you know, like the, the movement and some of the combat. Yeah. Um, it's going to really take off at that point because then I'll just be able to get to a point where it's, you know, almost like Super Mario Maker where I'm just, I'm just designing levels and plopping in bad guys and, um, you know, you know, messing around with that and seeing what's, what works best and what's fun. How can I exploit the abilities that you have at that point in the game? Um, and then add some dialogue and cutscenes to it. All right. Yeah. So it's, it's starting real slow, but at some point it's going to, it's going to take right off. Yeah. And I know you plan on, uh, hiring other people at some point if you can't, uh, get everything done on your own, I believe. I think, I think probably what will most likely happen is I will get a certain point of it developed. Uh, but then I might reach, I might do like a GoFundMe campaign and try to, uh, yeah. get enough fun to, to hire some people to do like backgrounds, um, maybe even some music. Um, cause I've, I've fiddled around with music a little bit. Um, and see here, here's the thing. The, the most frustrating aspect of this is just the time that it's taking to do it. Um, so while there might not be any particular demand for this game because it's not, it's not an existing uh, IP, nobody, there, nobody there's a demand fun. for the style though. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true enough because you never know when something like that might kind of fade out. Yeah, and I certainly wouldn't let that happen to me. I don't. If this game took like a decade to make, that would be totally unacceptable in my eyes. It's it's uh, that's much too big a timeline. It can't. Yeah. So. Yeah, I might just settle on the things that uh, that I can, you know, offshoot to somebody else, like backgrounds, <laughs> uh, music. That those are things that I think I could be happy with other people taking care of, um, uh, because if it was something deeper like the writing or level design, well, that's something that I have to actively coordinate with other people, and that's just not something I can do on my schedule. Yeah, you could have people like test it though and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could do that. Now, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll I'm going to rapid fire you some questions. Were you going to say something, though, before I do that? Um, I think the only other thing I might do is that uh, when I, as I'm testing stuff in Unity, when I get something that resembles game gameplay mechanics, maybe I'll release a smaller game that's right. just kind of it's just kind of whimsical, so that way I go through the process of publishing a game. That's not a bad idea to just kind of get started to release like a small little thing to be like, okay, this is how this will be moving on. Mm. Uh, yeah, so I'm here, here's how I get a game out there. Yeah, we've been going for almost an hour and a half. I've got like four more questions and they're mostly troll questions. So I'm just going to okay. rapid fire those because I kind of skipped past those like, no, those those won't go at this moment because we're talking about serious crap. Most of them are about uh, Canada to begin with. The first one okay. is, tell us about Canadian Sin Ham, a.k.a. Canadian Bacon. <laughs> Why uh, does it exist? Why it, is it a I, thing? It's, are it's you sorry? It's, it's, it's ham. It's are you sorry on it, behalf of Canada? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take the fall for it. I'll, I'll apologize for it. Yeah, it was... It's, it's, okay... Everyone, he's admitting to it. He created Canadian bacon. <laughs> it's it, it's it's a lie to to try and get people to try <laughs> a type of bacon that doesn't actually exist. Uh, <laughs> it qualifies less as bacon 
than than turkey bacon does. Turkey Oof. bacon is more turkey bacon is more bacony than than Canadian bacon is. The sad Canadian thing is, is I completely just, agree with you on that. Yeah, it's just ham. It literally <laughs> is. <laughs> is there like any difference in the way it's processed or anything? Is it just literally ham? Not in any not in any meaningful way that I can tell. Not in any mm. any way that makes a difference to me and my taste buds. Yeah. <laughs> and for that matter, to all to any viewers in England, why do you call biscuits muffins? I want an ex <laughs> I want an excla an exclamation. I want an explanation. Cause I know they're a little different in texture, but that crap ain't a muffin and you know it. Also, they're called <laughs> French fries, not chips. Thank you very much. Get it right. <laughs> yeah, dude. You're insulting the French when you <laughs> when you say that. <laughs> okay, the next question. So when I was writing my show notes for this, I had been thinking about what am I going to ask him for like months. And then just one day I had this moment where I'm like, I know all the things I want to ask him. And I just quickly type this up. And normally when I'm typing show notes, I literally just type everything that comes to my mind. And then I sure. sift through it later. And I'm like, that's a dumb question. That's a dumb question. But I had no time to really fully prep for this. So I've got a lot of questions about just dumb questions about Canada. Sure. This one on my show notes just says milk and bags question mark. <laughs> um, well, at least in the area that I live, it's not nearly as common, but you can just <laughs> get milk in bags instead of cartons. And uh, when I, it was actually a lot more popular when I was a kid. Um, yeah. And what we usually do is we usually had like um, <laughs> we usually just had a had a jug that we would put the milk bag in and we'd and we'd <laughs> snip off a corner and that was how you you had your milk. See what you need to do, bag. Sifu, you need to train your children in Canada from a young age to be warriors. And so you need to use the bag of milk to simulate the act of slicing open your enemy's stomach and drinking <laughs> their fluids from the inside. I like that will idea. prepare them for war when they finally challenge America. When Justin <laughs> Trudeau rides in on a horse holding a Canadian flag with a sword in his hand, leading the cavalry out to battle. You're, you're, that is what will happen. You're implying that Trudeau could do anything that resembles <laughs> anything manly. So. <laughs> yeah, he looks yeah. like a member of a boy band, by the way. Well, I mean, he, he, he was a drama teacher, so you're about halfway there, I guess. Do you so see that photo see. of him in blackface, by the way? Oh, that was totally real. It was totally 100% <laughs> yeah. real. He did it on more than one occasion. Yeah, it's... But he, <laughs> because, but he gets a pass because reasons. He gets a pass because women think he's attractive, I think. Which is just... Uh, <laughs> pains me. Pains I, I mean, me. I think that's a real thing about society. More attractive people often are just like... They get like a free pass. Like, I think... Yeah. I think freaking... Justin Bieber ran over a member of the paparazzi on accident once, and they're like, yeah, it's fine. Really? <laughs> That's I believe so. I don't want to be guilty of <laughs> slander, but you can look that up in your leisure. I believe it's true. Yeah, I might look that up, actually. <laughs> yeah. All right, my next question is really dumb as well. It says, loonies and toonies, question mark? Oh, yes, yes. So, um... So in the states, you guys have one dollar, uh, one and two dollar bills, right? Yes, 
$2 bills are a bit more rare, but we have $1 bills and $2 bills are like people will get those and just keep them in a drawer. Like, look, I have a $2 bill. Isn't that neat? Right. Yeah. When I was a little kid, we, uh, I do remember having a $2 bill, um, but that eventually changed into coins. So, uh, so we don't have dollar bills or $2 bills. We have, we have them in coin form. Yeah. And, so the the coin the, the the loony is just like a um by the way I don't know why it's called loony. I, I don't know <laughs> I don't uh, know I guess someone was a fan of the Looney Tunes I guess so so um it, you know it's sort of the it, not not a gold color but it's kind of a you know that kind of a color yeah and then and then a toonie is uh it's actually uh, like a silver look on the outside with with uh, with the gold look on the inside like in the like in the inner circle yeah. Um, yeah, I remember being very fascinated when they first came out. In fact, when they first came out, they had a problems with the center being poked out of them. Why? How did they? I guess they they didn't uh, when they first started making tunies. They didn't uh, <laughs> use a good enough adhesive to keep them together. <laughs> well then. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So last question of the night: Frick marriage murder, Princess Zelda, Prince oh. of Peach, and Samus. Which one? That's really difficult <laughs> uh wait okay okay wait, wait, which one which which is the list again princess zelda peach and samus okay it's and it's kill fuck mary yep oh. <laughs> oh so maybe peach because she likes to make cakes that's that's good wife material right there but she's um, also constantly being kidnapped uh yeah that's um yeah that's true okay hang on and zelda can hold her own in a fight she's chic as well hmm Hmm. okay okay hang on hang on but i don't know if she (laughs) but i don't know if she makes cakes though (laughs) Uh, (laughs) she (laughs) that's the true measure of a woman okay so (laughs) uh okay so i think I, th- I think I think I'd, I'd marry Peach because she's very ladylike. Right. Uh, uh, fuck Samus because she she's hot and she has a spaceship. Um, and <laughs> she has uh, the spaceship is the real attractive part, though. Yeah, yeah. And I think and I think I'd kill Zelda because word word on the street is she's an authoritarian bitch, <laughs> and she and she wants she wants to rule Hyrule with a with an iron fist. All right. Well, you heard it first, people. My camera's becoming slowly more yellow as the broadcast goes on. But you heard it first, people. Thank you all for watching, and I'll see you in the next time. If you take a poop, I'll keep you in the loop.